Before we jump into this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast, I just wanted to let you know about the Black Friday sale I am currently running on my Etsy shop. If you didn't know, I have an Etsy shop called Sun and Moon Jesus Witchery, and there I offer a bunch of different things to help you on your Jesus Witchery journey. I offer tarot readings, astrology readings, Bible-based oily spells and bath salts. I have Jesus Witch-specific mystery boxes and Christmas boxes. I also offer custom Bible-based spells, and my Etsy shop is where you can get tickets for the Jesus Witch Podcast live show. Currently on my shop, all readings are 10% off, select products are 10% off, and tickets for the live show are also 10% off. In addition to the discounts that are on my Etsy shop, when you purchase $125 or more worth of physical products from me, I will include an extra Bible-based roller bottle spell in your order as a free gift with purchase from me to say thank you for supporting my shop. The sale is going on now until December 5th. You can click the link in the show notes page to shop. Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsaya Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical. The goal is to spread the love, light, truth, acceptance, and oneness that is Jesus Christ himself. Here at the Jesus Witch Podcast, we believe all people are loved by God and all people are loved by Jesus. We believe in community and the power of fellowship. We believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need. And above all, we believe in the power of creating a relationship with Jesus that is authentic and unique to you. Join me for new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday, and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsaya Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and on Instagram. This week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast is very different from any other episode that I've ever done before. Maybe kind of similar to the Faith Without Fear episode because just like that one, it feels more like something that I have to do versus something that I want to do. Um, So this week we're going to be talking all about my imposter syndrome and what I am doing to cope with it. This episode feels really important to me because I am teaching you about witchery. I'm teaching you about spirituality. I'm teaching you about Jesus, something that's really intimate, really personal. And I feel like if you understand a little bit more about my struggle with imposter syndrome, you'll understand a little bit more about my faith and the lens that I teach Jesus witchery through. It doesn't necessarily feel right to do our typical housekeeping in the beginning of this episode due to the nature of the conversation that we're going to be having, Um, but I just wanted to remind you that tickets for the Jesus Witch Podcast live show are still up on my Etsy shop. They are only $25, and that's going to be such a fun event to take part in, so click the link that's in the show notes page to check out um, those tickets, and while you're in the show notes page, you could check out um, my Etsy shop, Patreon, and other different ways to support the podcast, but now... Let's talk about imposter syndrome, (laughs) the bane of my existence right now, literally. I have been struggling with imposter syndrome for a little while now. I would say it really started to form itself um, after my first baby was born. If you know anything about me, I'm kind of like a crunchy mom. I'm definitely like a McDonald's crunchy mom because you will catch me through that drive-thru, but you will not catch anything in my house with artificial fragrances in them, right? So I'm definitely one of those like balanced crunchy moms. Um, However, In the Crunchy Mom community, there's a lot of like comparison. There's a lot of like, if you're not eating totally organic and locally fed and eating only sourdough bread, you are poisoning yourself and poisoning your family. And it's horrible. Why are you doing that? And it's just like this really, 
grating, grating, grating way to live, very militant. Um, and I definitely fell into that for a while and would compare myself to these other Instagram moms. And they're literally Instagram moms because there's no way in hell that they're actually like this. There's no way in hell they're actually that clean, that like, you know, white clothing and white furniture and white walls and all this like, um, what is it? The, the wicker baskets and wicker furniture. Like, it's no way. There's no way their whole life is like that. But what they present online is very much like that. And as a young mom, I had my first baby at 18, um, who was very much striving to be crunchy um, and very much striving for something better for my kids than I had for myself. Um, it created a little bit of like an imposter feeling because on one hand, I would say, you know, like you can't eat toxins. And then on the other hand, I'd be like, I need to go to McDonald's because I can't cook tonight. And it created this very weird um almost like two people kind of feeling like I, I started feeling like there was the crunchy mom Lena there was mom Lena and then there was Lena um, and I know a lot of moms feel like that um, and that's when I really started to dive myself into different passion projects at that time none of which really panned out to anything which is totally fine um, just to give myself that separation of you know motherhood and Lena hood but even the activities I was choosing the passion projects I was choosing were surrounded about motherhood they were talking to other moms learning about their lifestyles learning about birth you know um, I could literally sit here and tell you anything almost anything you needed to know about childbirth home birth c-sections hospital birth whatever I'm like super well versed in birth because I thought that you know maybe for me my thing would be being a midwife but in reality that was just extension of me throwing myself into motherhood so long story short I realized that the things that I was like throwing myself full full-fledged into were not helping me and they were further feeding my imposter syndrome because they were just making me feel like less of a mom and having to compare myself to all these other amazing mothers that I was talking to. So if you listened to the birth episode that I did with my friend Ashley, you would know around the time that I had Scott and when I was pregnant with him was really when I started to get full-fledged into witchery and I held on to this like crunchy mom persona um so publicly I was like a crunchy mom but privately I was diving into witchcraft and like learning more about tarot and how to combine bible verses with spells and like um rekindling my love of astrology like I was really finding something that was passionate for me like that made me feel good um so eventually I decided I wanted to um, create some sort of project and share that with the world and you know you kind of can guess where we're leading up to right so I had tried to do a podcast with um, another woman who identified herself as a Christian witch and she was definitely more of a militant Christian witch um, and more I would say evangelical just in belief system which is 100% fine everybody's allowed to believe the way that they wanted to believe however we had a huge disconnect after literally filming an entire season of this podcast together um we had this some sort of disconnect because she very much believed in the archetyped and the structure of hell and I very much don't and I had this moment of being like no I, I can't believe in a god like that like I just can't for me it makes no sense like whatever and to be quite honest she made me feel very bad for having this belief and not just her it was really her husband too he was very he was bible trained and like he was a bible belt person so he was kind of 
I don't I don't really understand their whole dynamic. But anyway, he and her made me feel really, really bad about this position that I had, kind of trying to guilt me into having a more, quote unquote, biblical view of things and like a more evangelical view of things if we were going to continue a relationship. And ultimately, um, the working relationship dissolved. The friendship even dissolved as well um, as a result of this. And they kind of planted this seed in me that like, okay, I'm just going to be challenged. Everything that I believe is just going to be challenged constantly and that's okay. I need to be very firm in my own belief system. And I'm really grateful for that realization because I realize that even within um, Christian witch communities or Jesus witch communities or open faith communities, the way that I believe was going to be different than other people. I think that's beautiful. I think having diversity in spirit is a gorgeous and like thing that should be encouraged but other people some people don't and you know that's okay that's part of their path right now that's not part of my path so my path was to be very secure in my faith and that's more of like what I talked about in like the faith without fear episode really learning and cultivating that relationship with Christ that I understood him his intention for me and his intention with love um now a quick break from this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast to talk about a few ways you can help support the show. One way you can help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast is to become a supporter of us on Patreon. On our Patreon, there are four different tiers that you can choose from, and they're all named after tarot cards. We have the Fool, the Magician, the Hierophant, and the High Priestess. In the Fool tier, you get early ad-free episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast, extended show note pages when available, Christian tarot grimoire pages, and access to our monthly community oracle reading. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool tier, tarot spreads to help your connection with Christ, spirit, your higher self. I also like to put out new tarot spreads for each full moon or new moon, wheel of the year holiday, and zodiac sign. In the Magician tier, you also get one Bible-based spell grimoire page each month. This teaches you how to incorporate the Bible into your own spell practice. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool and the Magician tiers, as well as a Happy Mail package from me every single month with the ingredients to make a spell, as well as an extra Bible-based spell page for your grimoire. And then you get access to our spellcasting Zoom each month where we do the spell that I sent you together. In the High Priestess tier, you get everything from the Magician, Fool, and Hierophant tiers, as well as an extra Bible-based spell from the Sun and Moon Oily Co. in your Happy Mail package each month, and a one-on-one Zoom call with me every single month to discuss your practice, how you're growing, and any suggestions that I could give to you to help you on your path. Patreon tiers start at $6.66 per month, and you can find the link to that in the show notes page. Another way you can help support the show is by shopping at my Etsy shop, The Sun and Moon Oily Co. Over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co., I offer Bible-based spell oils, ritual bath salts, Jesus Witch or Christian Witch-specific mystery boxes, and custom spell oils. Over on my Etsy shop is where you can also book different types of readings with me. I offer tarot readings for your inner child, channel messages from Jesus or from Lilith. I also have a listing for general tarot readings. You could grab a soul contract reading between yourself and another person or yourself and a deity that you're working with or curious to work with. Or even grab an astrology reading for yourself or an astrology reading for your kiddos to help you parent them better and more effectively. There's also Jesus Witch merch on my Etsy shop and so many other things that I am planning on adding to my shop. So head over to the Sun and Moon Oily Co. to check that out. Another thing you can do to support the growth of the Jesus Witch podcast is join our Discord community. 
The Jesus Witch Church is our free 18-plus Discord community where we host Jesus Witch Church services and moon circles. This is your place to ask all Jesus Witch or witchy questions in general and make some really awesome friends. You can find the link to our church in the show notes page. Another free way you could support the Jesus Witch podcast is by sharing this show with a friend and rating it on whatever podcasting app you're using with five stars. Leaving us a nice review really helps get the word out about the show, and don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Another thing you could do to help the creation of the show is send a donation to the Jesus Witch Podcast via Cash App or PayPal. It takes a lot of time and effort for me to create the Jesus Witch Podcast, and getting donations helps me get the support and help that I need to be able to create this type of content for you. Donations also help keep this podcast free to everybody, so if you love this show and the information that's being put out there, please consider sending a donation to my PayPal or my Cash App. The username on both is the Jesus Wedge Podcast, but the link for both of those can be found in the show notes page. And the final way that you could help support the creation of the Jesus Wedge Podcast is by sending me a gift. In the show notes page, I have the link to my Amazon wish list. Everything that I put on this wish list was put there to help create content for you. Simply put, buying things off of this Amazon wishlist helps me so that I don't have to purchase them myself. So I can put more of my resources in towards making the Jesus Witch Podcast. If you would like to support the Jesus Witch Podcast by buying me a gift or in any other way, you could find all the links to everything mentioned in this ad in the show notes page. Now let's get back to the show. So at the same time that this friendship that I had with this other Christian witch, her and I were basically doing a podcast together and like it all dissolved, all fell apart at once. That was the same time that I was in the car accident. I had just been rear-ended by a drunk driver. I was dealing with the ramifications of that physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, um, all all the things. I was dealing with that all at once in congruency with this person that I trusted essentially just ghosting me out of nowhere with very little explanation it was very weird um so I had this message on my heart I knew God wanted me to do a podcast and I knew Jesus wanted me to do a podcast I knew that even though you know it did not work out with having a co-host that I was still meant to push forward with that message with that um mission and obviously we all know why because the Jesus Witch Church was created we all found a lot of community through the church which is our free discord group if you're not in the discord group come hang out with us it's a fun place to be um but I feel like there was a lot of positivity that came out with the Jesus Witch podcast and I hope that this doesn't sound egotistical but I get messages um almost every day saying how much the podcast and my TikTok content and the things that I'm doing for Jesus and the things that he's having me do um, help them and help their faith. And obviously at the time, I didn't know that I was going to be the impact of the podcast. I was just, I was just listening to God. I was just listening to Jesus. I was just taking this life lesson where I had just been rear-ended by a drunk driver and literally saw my life flash before my eyes. I took it as a lesson of life's really short and you got to take it by the horns and do what you want to do in your life. And one thing I wanted to do is create something, create something that I found meaningful for myself. And if it was meaningful for other people, then God bless, like that's, that's amazing. Um, and it has been. Um, however, I feel like the podcast and in, in combination with the accident has really harbored or created this like huge sense of imposter syndrome within me. Um, and it's a lot of like the same things that I was talking about with like the crunchy moms. Um, I find the same themes happening here. 
where like you'll see witches on TikTok and they do these gorgeous spells and they're like have a hundred ingredients in them they're surrounding themselves with candles with bonfires they have you know 17 different altars for each of their deities and for the nature and for you know different animals and for their ancestors and I don't do that and it's not that I don't want to do that it's just I'm not in the space of my life to do that I have two small kids you know if I try to make an altar that's within height of or reaching distance of one of my children it's game over and it's not like I can make an altar much higher because your girl's only five feet tall and my my youngest son's like four feet tall my eldest son sorry he's four feet tall so it's not like I can really do things that are not on his level because he's only like he's almost seven and he's already on my level so you know that doesn't work um, and then it's the same thing with spell work. I just don't, I don't have the time to do all these like amazing and intricate spells. You know, I have the podcast, which is like basically two full-time businesses between everything that I do here, um, for recording the show, making, um, you know, episode ideas, c- collecting information, research, um, the things that I do on Patreon, um, you know, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of time and effort that I put into here, even without like Patreon or whatnot, like just creating this show is a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. It's time that I'm spending away from my kids. You know, it's time like right now I could be hanging out with them. Instead, I'm taking an hour to record an episode because I feel like it's important. And that makes me feel like one, like a bad mom, because instead of hanging out with my kids, I'm recording a podcast. But like, what's the difference between a mom who works and me recording a podcast? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's something that I grapple with in my mind. But also like, I don't feel like a good enough witch because I'm not doing all of these like super intricate spells that all the other like creators on witch talk are doing all of the other quote unquote teachers are doing. I'm just here. I do spells by talking to my shower water. I, you know, like write things on my hands and let them come into existence. Um, And that's the kind of witchcraft I do. And I feel like I'm not good enough. I don't feel like I'm qualified enough as a witch to teach other people um, because I prefer more basic witchcraft. And I know a lot of people feel this way too. And I know that specifically because of like with my high priestess Patreon supporters, I do one-on-one sessions with them and we talk about their practice and everything I hear from almost everybody is it's so overwhelming to see all of these rituals. And a lot of feedback I get is that they like that I don't do these big rituals because, you know, it doesn't make it unobtainable. It makes witchcraft really simplistic and easy um, to achieve. And I think it's important to have witchcraft to be easy to achieve. And I think that the way that I do it is great. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. But when you bring social media and you bring these numbers, right, you'll see like the the women who or the witches who do these intricate spells and beautiful like workings and whatnot, they have hundreds of thousands of followers. And meanwhile, I feel like it's really hard for me to get past like, you know, 15K. And that's something so like I'll like sit here and I'll think about the numbers and I'll be like Lena you're being so petty right now there are people who actually have problems in their life and I'm thinking about followers so then that brings a whole other layer of imposter to the imposter syndrome because it's like you're supposed to be this caring Jesus loving person and what you're caring about is your numbers so it just makes it just brings me into this like real weird loop and this real weird spiral and of just constantly not feeling good enough um feeling like 
I don't have the right to talk about these things because I'm not doing the same things as other people. But that doesn't make sense because what people need from somebody who's doing this intricate spell work is not the same thing that they need from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very, it's a very weird, <laughs> it's a very weird thing to feel. And I don't know if you can hear it, but as I talk about it, my voice shakes a lot because as I talk about this, my brain tells me nobody's gonna listen nobody cares Lena they just want you for one thing and one thing only and that's okay like I understand people want me for witchery and want me for spell work but this is something I really badly struggle with and it's something that impacts my spell work and it impacts the way that I teach you and it makes me um feel not confident to teach you and I just want you to know this because I don't want you to put me on a pedestal where I feel like you think I'm better than everybody else or like I'm like this like amazing you know whatever it's I'm not I'm a human I'm a, I'm a woman I'm just trying to figure out spirituality just like you and I'm sharing it and you know maybe I'm a little bit more bible versed than you know your average joe that is one place my imposter syndrome thank god <laughs> can't touch me as I know I know my bible you know, but um, this is just the reality of being a creator, of being somebody who talks about their practice online, and um, of somebody who teaches other people about witchcraft is I just, I constantly question if I'm doing the right thing. I constantly question if I'm, like, giving the right kind of information out, if I'm teaching the right sort of things, and yeah, it's, it's something I struggle with a lot. And it's not just when I teach about witchcraft that I have this, like, not feeling good enough, not feeling qualified feeling um it's also when I read tarot cards and it's really bad when I read tarot cards and it like makes no sense for me why I feel this way because in the like two plus years that I've been reading for other people which I know isn't the longest time um but I've done like hundreds upon hundreds of readings in that time and I've literally only had three people ever ever say that the reading didn't resonate and so like I'll sit there and I'll be doing readings and I'll literally be like saying information to you and in my head, in the back of my mind, I'll be, this is all wrong. You are, you're wrong. You're wrong, Lena. You're scamming this person. You're such a fraud. They're going to know you're a scam artist. You're one of those disgusting psychics that they talk about on the TV that scams people out of hundreds of dollars. Everybody's going to realize how much of a fraud you are. It's like, this is the narrative that literally goes in my head as I'm reading cards. Like, I'm channeling. I'm connecting to Jesus. He's speaking through my vessel and my in the back of my mind, as, I'm spe as he's speaking, there's literally, you're not good enough. You're not, good, you're not doing this right. You're a scam artist. What are you doing? And it's not even like religious trauma for me because I genuinely do not believe that divination is a sin. There are way too many holy people in the Bible that do divination in order to determine God's will, Jesus's will, whatever, for it to be a sin, in my opinion. It's very obvious that, you know, ancient um, Israelites and early Christians used divination. So I'm just getting back to the roots of the early church, in my opinion, with using divination. So it's really just this weird, like, disconnect of, like, not feeling good enough, never feeling qualified to do anything, and just, just really, like, that's really all it boils down to, is, like, not feeling good enough and, like, feeling like I'm pretending to be somebody that I'm not. Um, and I don't really 
feel like I'm pretending to be somebody I'm not because I am a witchy person. I'm kind of weird and random. Like, I think that's probably the, you know, the biggest difference is if you're part of my private Instagram story, you know I'm, like, an absolute fucking lunatic. Like, I, I'm just so weird. And that's probably the only, like, thing, I guess. I don't know. Um... But it's weird. It definitely makes me feel like two different people sometimes. And um, and I know where this feeling of being a fraud comes from. I know what the root of it is. Um, especially in regards to spirituality and to teaching others about spirit. Um, so basically, after the accident, I... I, bas- I haven't been able to stop thinking about the fact how we, like, all die. And, like, how everything is going to end. And how this is all temporary. Um, and obviously that's brought up a lot of questions about, like, what happens after we die. And, you know, we all know I believe in reincarnation, I believe in, like, some sort of heaven, like, some sort of spiritual home, you know, but, um, there's, like, a part of me, like, a real big part of me that thinks that's wrong. And thinks that when we die, it's just, it's just lights out. This is it. There's nothing more. And that really scares me. Um, like, deeply scares me, but... How it, like, feeds into my imposter syndrome is if I'm sitting here connecting to spirit, (laughs) connecting to Jesus, connecting to God, teaching you about that, and I think somewhere deep inside of me I fear that at the end of the day it's lights out, how am I actually, like, teaching you about this? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all fake if that's what I believe, (laughs) and there's no way I could prove myself wrong, you know, like... I can't die and come back. I'm not going to attempt that. Like, I'm good. I want to be alive. Thank you. Um, But it's very weird. (laughs) And it makes me feel very weird. And it's like, I've had encounters with spirit. I've seen spirit. I've, you know, I've astro-traveled in my dreams. Like, I've done woo-woo and witchy things for me to have evidence of something else. But I still fear it really bad. Um like, really bad, and I think it comes from, like, when I was in the accident, and when I was, um, unconscious, because I was unconscious for a minute, um, I did see, like, a big black void, and even though, like, I had conscious thoughts through that void, it kind of just looked like TV static, and, you know, I was thinking to myself, well, that's it, Lena's life's over, I don't know, I saw black, and that, I guess, freaked me out really bad, (laughs) and, yeah, so that's the root of it, um, But let's talk about a couple of the ways that I'm fighting imposter syndrome because as much as it's important to sit here and talk about, like, what we're dealing with, and I really appreciate anybody who's listened to this episode and listened to me talk about my struggle with it because um, it just makes me feel a little little better, a little bit more seen, you know, a little less fake. I think a big reason why Jesus needed me to do this episode is that I could feel a little bit less fake. And now you guys know, like, my biggest fear So you know where I'm coming from and you know, like, the personal struggle that I have with God. Um, And I feel like now you'll have a better understanding of my practice and, like, where I'm coming from, you know what I'm saying? So thank you for listening to this. Thank you for giving me a little bit um, more reality in my life. I know that sounds weird, but now I feel a little bit more real. Um, But let's talk about the ways that I am fighting imposter syndrome. So the first thing that I do is I have a Bible verse that I use as a mantra, um, especially when I start getting in these really big rut feelings of like being fake or like being a fraud. Um, and the verse is 2 Corinthians 10, 5, which says we demolish arguments and every pre- pretension that sets itself against 
the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. This verse was actually something that was used against me quite a bit when I was in the cult, um, but it has become one of my biggest weapons against my imposter syndrome. Because I will sit here and I'll think about how much of a fraud I am, how much of a scam artist that I am and all this. How, you know, nothing's going to happen after we die. And I say, stop. These are not Christ-like thoughts. Like, I'm allowed to feel this way. But at the end of the day, Jesus promises more. He promises more than just this life. He promises fulfillment. And when I work with him, I feel fulfilled. When I create the podcast for him, I feel fulfilled. When I do the things that he wants me to do, I feel joy. I feel peace. I feel all of the things that he promised, right? So that is how I take those thoughts and captive them and make them captive to Christ, right? Um, It's not devalidating my thoughts. It's not saying like, because I have imposter syndrome, I'm a sinner. No, it's saying that, you know, this imposter syndrome can exist, but that does not mean in the eyes of God, in the eyes of Jesus, it's correct. You know, this is what Jesus says is correct about me. So another thing you could do, um, and another thing that I'll do is I'll go in the Bible and I'll find what does Jesus say about me? He says I'm saved. He says I'm loved. He says that when I die, I'm going to go meet him in paradise. You know, like these are the promises Jesus has made to me. And I don't necessarily have to 100% believe them right now, especially if my mental health is telling me otherwise. But I have to know that they are the truth and that at the end of the day, that's what's going to override the things that I'm feeling right now. This word that has been around long before I was born is going to be around you know, even after I go, and that's what I need to believe in. I hope that that does not sound too evangelical in nature, um, but it's just what works for me. It really counteracting anything that I'm feeling with a Bible verse to be like, listen, like I understand this is how I feel right now, but like this is what Jesus says about me, and I choose to believe Jesus's truth over my shitty truth about myself. Another thing that I do to combat my imposter syndrome is ritual showers. So the way that I like to do this is first I will put on a face mask and I leave it on for like half hour, 40 minutes, let it like physically detoxify my body. I have a charcoal face mask so it takes out all like the impurities that are in your skin and I kind of envision it like taking out like all of like the stress and the anxiety and the tension that I'm holding in my body from feeling the way that I do. Um, So it's a real big part of my ritual. It makes me feel, firstly, it makes me feel pampered. It makes me feel good about myself. It makes me feel cared for. The second part, it's detoxifying me physically, spiritually, all the things. Three, it just like feels really good. It's like cooling on my face. And I feel like doing a face mask like that invokes the divine feminine because it's such a girly, in my opinion. I know guys can do face masks too, but I grew up in the Juicy Star 07 generation of YouTube. And like, I just, whenever I think of a face mask, I think of like their like pamper videos, you know what I'm saying? And all like the really like girly millennial YouTubers. Um, So for me, doing a face mask is a way to invoke the divine feminine because like I'm doing a girlier more pampery type of task for myself and then you know I'll go in the shower and I literally will speak to the water so scientifically water holds memory um so when I use the water I'm asking it to remember and hold these emotions that I'm feeling um so that I don't have to necessarily hold them and so I'll talk to the water I'll tell it all about how I'm feeling then I'll go and I'll wash myself oh clean I'll wash those feelings off and then 
I'll step out of, I'll be still in the shower, but step out of like the direct hit of the water, you know what I'm saying? And I'll start talking about the things that I want. Like I want more confidence in my practice, more confidence in myself, um, more confidence in my connection to spirit. I want more, you know, abilities to be abundant, more abilities to be thankful, like those kind of things. And I'll speak that to the water, you know, give myself another rinse, you know, while I basically like hugging myself as I give myself, as I wash myself with the water that was set with intentions. And that's, that's it that's like a ritual that I do and it helps me feel rejuvenated refreshed you know like it's a physical change because I went from being like you know quote-unquote dirty to being clean um I also went from being dry to being wet so it's like a physical change but then it's also like an internal change at the same time um I really like that like spells that have a physicality to them like you know a mundane working as well as a magical part of it and I feel like a shower is magical and mundane because showers really do adjust your mood like that's just you know like therapy 101 (laughs) take a shower um so that's another thing that I do to help combat my imposter syndrome Another thing that I do to combat my imposter syndrome is I will do tarot readings with myself. Um, And there's not necessarily a spread to it. It's more just like, you know, show me an energy, show me a card that is my energy right now and show me how I can like shift that energy and, you know, show me the root of why I'm feeling this way sort of thing so that I could start working backwards and like figuring out how to um, move through that feeling. Um, The other thing that I really like to do is listen to music and, you know, luckily um, Taylor Swift just blessed us with the album for Scorpio Risings who deal with imposter syndrome. (laughs) Because Midnight's, if you listen to like the words like anti-hero, you know, dear reader, you're on your own kid, you listen to those songs, that's like imposter syndrome songs. And those really help. I mean, like I had Mirrorball and This Is Me Trying before. Those two were also like songs that I would really sing for my imposter syndrome um and would really help me process the emotions of that and the feelings of that but now those three like dear reader you're on your own kid um anti-hero really help as well because it one it helps you feel a little bit less alone and two like a song like anti-hero almost makes it fun it almost takes this really scary hard and challenging thing to deal with and makes it fun and you can, like, be fun with it for a little bit. Like, it's me on the problem. Like, I know. I know it's me. Like, kind of thing. And I know it's silly. I'm crying over it. But, like, it really helps just mentally, like, understand what you're feeling and what you're going through and, like, work it out. Um, so I do that. And that really helps with my imposter syndrome. really helps me process the way that I'm feeling. Um, and helps me move forward from that. Um Another thing I do to help with imposter syndrome is I am honest about it with my people. I will message, you know, my friends who I'm like close with who, you know, I feel like really know the real me. I'll message them and I'll tell them, hey, today I'm not having a good day. I'm really dealing with it and I'll just be honest with it. And it's, you know, I'm not really looking for feedback or anything. It's just like being like, I don't feel real today. You know, I just want to let you know. And having somebody acknowledge that being like, I know you don't feel real, but you are real kind of thing helps. Same with my husband. I'll message my husband about it. And he's really great because he will, you know, if I'm telling him, like, I don't feel real today or I don't feel good enough today because I didn't make, you know, money today, right? Like, a lot of the time I'll tie my value to the amount of income that I can produce. You know, it's just, it's a weird, I'm a Taurus, okay? So sometimes I do that. Um, And he'll be like, no, Lena, like, that's not how we need to think. And he'll help correct that thought as well. Um, So that's, that helps also. But I feel like the most beneficial thing for me is really being honest with spirit 
as to how I'm feeling and being honest with Jesus and like just talking to him, screaming with him if I need to, like, you know, shouting it from the tops of the roof, being like, I don't feel real right now, Jesus, help me feel real and centered, like kind of thing. Um, going outside barefoot, being grounded really helps. And um, doing things for just me has really helped a lot. Like doing tasks or going and doing activities where I'm not intentionally posting them, I'm not intentionally like sharing about them, I'm just doing it for me. That really has helped like a lot, you know, taking, you know, taking life by the the horns and just living it, living in the moment instead of living, instead of thinking about like what I can use this moment to help somebody else with, you know, like actually living my life that has helped as well. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's our episode about imposter syndrome. I know it was really different than any other episode I've ever done. It was kind of, I just needed to do this kind of thing. I needed to get it off my desk, get it off my chest kind of, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and it actually like works out astrologically because today the moon's in Pisces and, you know, the sun's in Scorpio. So it's a lot about like detoxing big emotions that you're feeling um, and letting go of them. And I didn't realize that until I was like halfway through recording this episode. I opened Instagram and I saw from like my favorite astrologer, her name is Luminary Parenting. If you're a mom or a parent, go follow her. Her Instagram's awesome. And I saw her like daily post about the moon of the day and she was talking about how you need to like let go of big emotions and detox a little bit. And I'm like wow astrologically this works out what I'm doing here I'm such a good witch oh my god anyway so yeah um like I said in the beginning of this video this was not necessarily an episode that I wanted to do it was something that I had to do and going in it I was like I don't know if I'm gonna ever post this I think I'm just gonna record it for me but I think it's important to post so um I'm gonna post it and yeah thank you for listening to it I appreciate you so much um yeah and if you struggle with imposter syndrome too or you struggle with not feeling real or you know honestly like any anxiety or mental health issue that makes you feel alone no you're not alone because everybody everybody struggles with something and my thing right now is imposter syndrome so just a quick reminder, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on now. Um, give us a five-star review because it helps get the word out about the show. Um, you can also check out the show notes page for different ways to help support the podcast, like our Patreon, my Etsy shop, um, or get tickets to come to the Jesus Witch Podcast live. That's going to be so much fun. I really can't wait for that. Um, and we're going to be recording two different episodes during that live event. And like one I'll be posting to the public and the other one's going to be like exclusive for people who came. And it's going to just, oh, I'm so excited. Anyway, um check out all those in the show notes page but let's do the verse of the day and I picked this verse specifically um I'll tell you why afterwards so we're reading Hebrews 11 verse 6 which says and it's impossible to please God without faith anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists that he and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him okay I picked that verse for this episode because for me that verse is a reminder that all God wants from us all he wants from us is faith all he wants from us is to trust him. That's it. He doesn't need you to check off all the boxes. He doesn't need you to, you know, cross your I's, dot your T's. He doesn't need you to do anything else besides trust him and earnestly seek him, earnestly try, right? Just, just try. That's all he wants. He wants you to believe and try. That's it. It's really not that hard. Um, I mean, it is that hard. 
but it's not. But it is, but it's not. Anyway, <laughs> you catch my drift. It's hard, but it's not. But it is, but it's not. But it is, but it's not. But it is, but it's not. But anyway, okay. Um, I'm going to go. I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it. Oh, I feel like a ton of bricks is like off of my chest right now. I really, maybe like I was having, so I've been having such a bad imposter syndrome attack like since, oh gosh, maybe like six or seven days. It's probably been like a week now and I've been just really feeling out of place. And like now I feel better. Like, maybe I really needed to do this in order, like, I needed to record this episode in order for my imposter syndrome to feel a little bit better this week. Like, that's, like, incredible. Um, okay, guys. Anyway, enough of me rambling. I'll talk to you later. Bye.